Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. Everyone is in the house today. In the house. In the house. We got Jason Cross. Hello. Life Johnson. Hiya. And the man behind the mic. That's behind me. Behind the scenes, our you producer. You are also behind the mic, but I'm also, also behind, behind the mic. The screen. But the screen. yes. <laughs> so the man behind this, behind the scenes, that's what I meant to say, is <laughs> our producer, Dan Masuelka. Yeah. No longer the most important man in the room. Yeah, yeah I was just about I to say. To, I used to be important. The most important man in the room. Maybe because you're here today, that I'm no longer. Right. You know, so lost that, lost that title. Dad's the most important man in the room because he is tracking our YouTube and Twitter feeds for your comments and questions. If you got any thoughts on the show, please let us know. Dan will chime in with your guys' thoughts and questions. It's the most important part of our show. It gets us going. So uh, let us know what you guys are thinking. On today's topics, we're going to talk about uh, group FaceTime. We're going to talk about uh, iPhone rumors. But we're, first, we're going to talk about a report that came out this morning about uh, the possibility of Apple AR glasses and an Apple car coming in the next few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ming-Chi Kuo... Uh, forgive me if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Uh, I, I'm Asian, but I'm not Chinese. So. <laughs> don't don't look at me because I am also Asian, but not Chinese. So, uh. so and some would even say, as, as some of my relatives even say to me, you're not really Asian because I'm American. No, they, no. they think I'm American oh, first. I thought you were going to say, you're, so. you're the jungle Asian. Yes, That's I'm jungle Asian, jungle as uh, Ali Wong puts it. <laughs> I am a jungle Asian. <laughs> but Ming-Chin Kuo uh, put out a report, and it was more a research note than like, he I mean, was that, more. That's what he does now. Yes, yeah, his research mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. Right. He was doing research and came to these conclusions on his own. It wasn't necessarily based on direct information that he's found. Right. Which is that yeah. correct yeah. to say? He often has a lot of his a lot of his research notes and stuff that he writes are based on sources in the supply chain yeah. that say something like, you know, the this the iPhone this year is going to have three cameras or something. Right. Because he knows the parts being ordered and stuff. Yeah, he's putting this two is, and two together. Yeah, you know. and, and well, yeah, he literally knows like the suppliers for Apple what they've yeah. what have been ordered. Somebody yeah. tips him off. This yes. is not that. Right. This is just <laughs> he's going off of the other sort of rumors and stuff going on and trying to make a uh, an analysis of Apple's long term prospects. Yeah. yeah. What what new things they're going to bring to market and stuff. Right. And, and when. It seems weaker when he does that. Is it? Is it? I well, mean, of course, but you know, that's, but he's part, of very, that's part of his job. He works yes, for a financial right. analyst firm, and that's what he does. But he's been pretty spot on, or close to spot on, mm-hmm. in the past. So that's why people pay attention to him. Yes. Definitely one of the most respected ones. Yeah. yeah. You were gonna say, Dan? Well, I was just gonna say, like, so is this so much as a rumor versus a speculation? Like, what's the? How do we? Define the two. Come see, come see. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's speculation that starts the rumor. Yeah, it, this is this is all really uh, right in line with Mark Gurman's report from earlier in the year mm-hmm. at at Bloomberg, where he um, where he said that Apple's working on this big AR glasses project. Yeah, probably going to launch in somewhere around twenty twenty. Now Kuo is saying the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not saying I have different verifiable independent sources on this. He's just saying like, Hey, these are the things that this is all part of Apple being worth a trillion dollars and going, well, how could they get to 2 trillion? Right. They've got, (laughs) this is what they've got going on in the next, the, the bigger thing or not bigger, but like the, the thing people are glomming onto more is that the car, the The literally bigger thing. Yeah. The literally bigger thing is that, and they, he thinks that an, he thinks that an Apple branded car, a car made by Apple will be, uh, will ship in 2023 to 2025. So we're in that timeframe. Um, which that seems reasonable. Yeah. It seems like a reasonable time frame. Whether or not Apple would make a car themselves, right. or make software for other car makers, or what, yeah. is the thing that nobody seems to be in agreement on. Yeah. And honestly, at this point, Apple may not even know for sure. Right, right. I mean, they may be working and exploring all these possibilities, and then decide, you know, what being a car company is, right, right, <laughs> like a whole other ball of wax right. that we don't want to get into. Um, and they sort of kind of gave that impression 
recently yes. by saying we're only going to work on software like CarPlay and stuff like that. But yeah. then they had this most this recent hire of the Tesla guy. I forget his name. Yes, he was an operations guy. Right. And he, he was with Tesla and then he worked on the Model 3 and then he now he's back at Apple. Yeah, he was at Apple. Yeah, And, and he was at Apple, left uh-huh. for Tesla, came back to came Apple. Back. And he's working so. on what they call Project Titan, which is all the self-driving car right. stuff. Right. Um, but it still doesn't say whether or not they're just going to make effectively a computerized driver mm-hmm. right. or a whole car. You yeah. know, you'll buy a car with an Apple logo on yeah. it. So I think that's kind of dangerous for Apple because, you know, so far it's been these, you know, lovely little items that we interact with on our daily basis. This, you're literally putting your life in Apple's hands, and we've seen what we've done with Apple Maps and everything, even with the improvements. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a whole, like Jason was saying, that's a whole new ball game, and uh, that's mm-hmm. new liabilities, new, you know, that could, you know, people start dying in those things. That could really change the image of the brand. I don't. You know, I'm not. I'm not even really big on it just for that. Well, so. Phil, yeah. Philip Allen on YouTube is asking, do you think there's some kind of relationship, uh, investment technology partnership with between Tesla and Apple? Because that would make a. You know, I mean, nope. if you think about companies that wouldn't make sense, where I think Apple would be able to yeah. kind of really control that ecosystem and be like, this is the experience, mm-hmm. yeah, and that is it. It would probably be with Tesla. Like it's not going to happen with anyone else. It, it would be, but Tesla is really has the wagon circled. Yes. They, they won't. They, they don't even off. support CarPlay or Android Auto. They have their own map right. stuff. Mm-hmm. All their own softwares. Their own. Like they really, really like. They won't even tell you what uh, hardware is used in their car for their sort of self-driving stuff. They've they've been using Nvidia's platform mm-hmm. for a while. They're supposedly building their own. Like they, I think they they want to. They have a very not built here culture, and I don't think they would necessarily do that. But yeah. what if? But what if? <laughs> so it came out was late last week. Yeah, that Elon Musk wants to take Tesla private, private, right? Which would take, and he has said he has the funding, but there have been reports that say. <laughs> He doesn't really have the money. Yeah, the board. Yeah. The board was like, "Oh, you do." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, and it would be like what I've seen. I, I want to say it was like sixty billion. Yeah, to I do it. It's like it's a lot. He wants to do it at four hundred twenty shares. Four hundred twenty dollars dollars a share. Yeah, which is which. Yeah, it works out talking to be to Grimes. Yeah. many many billions <laughs> right. of dollars. And you know, Apple has two hundred forty five billion yeah, sitting there. Exactly. Yep. So what if Apple said, "Hey Elon, mm-hmm. yeah, here's some money. You know, we'll be to take it private. We'll be your partner, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I don't know how they yeah. would work out the logistics of that. I'm not saying Apple's doing that, but now the the rumors it's the funding is from Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. right? The rumor is, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, that doesn't sound like an Apple way to go. Either. No, it doesn't sound like an Apple way to go. But most likely, I mean, it's really hard to be a car company. Just yeah. getting the 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 scale of your supply chain to get all the pieces and parts you need to build right. a car into the place that you actually build the car, yeah. and then get those cars all around the world is a massive multi year undertaking. Yeah, yeah. That nobody successfully does. Like that Tesla. Is has survived for is it a decade even yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, and has bled money the whole time. It yeah, is a minor miracle. Like right. y- you can you can just like take off all the car companies that have died. Yeah, you know. So well, uh, it's also so crazy overvalued, right? That, uh, I mean, well, I I'll say it's it's I I believe it's so crazy. If you yeah. look at how many you know the revenue that they bring in is like a tenth oh, yeah. of like yeah. GM yeah. Yes. or, oh, you know, but they're sure. equal, basically like almost, you know, right. The same in value. That's there's, bogus. There could be the future. Yeah. There's that, but there's also, um, even if the car thing doesn't work out, the, just the battery plant they have, right. Mm-hmm. They could stop building cars and still have half the, in a few years, they'll have half the world's battery production. It's just, yeah. there's, there's other issues. They make solar, they bought solar cities. They make, they make flamethrowers. <laughs> is that a the is big flamethrower business? Yeah. Is that well, that's, a, that's the thing, or is that boring company? Or something? Boring. I think it's it was boring, the boring company. Yeah. One of Musk's it's not other Tesla, it's goofy boring. things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's uh, yeah. I don't know if if Apple and Tesla are working would would even work together, but there's no sign that they are. It's, right. It seems like the car companies that they're working with are uh, it's not Mercedes, is it? Um, 
there's a couple other car companies that they appear to be working with in terms of using their cars to make test platforms and stuff, Mm -hmm. and none of them's Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. If they are working with Tesla, they've they've done a very good job of keeping it under wraps. Plus, Tesla's so far down the road on their own autonomous driving technology. What are they going to do, throw that out and use Mm -hmm. Apple's? And and wait, I mean they want to they want to push that out like this year or next right, year. Right. They're, they're going to wait three or four years for Apple's thing. Yeah. In a way, though, that is kind of like what I could see how Apple could be attracted at because Apple wants to own all those processes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Tesla already owns those processes. It'd be a way of owning it without you know if they were to acquire yeah. it. Not now, the again, reason, I'm not saying Apple's the reasoning behind why people think Apple would make actually make a whole car and not just make software a software and hardware platform for self the self-driving part of other car companies cars is that then they could get into car financing and you know how they're they're, (laughs) and and that's that's kind of the growth of their company is all the service things the services services apple care the apple like iphone replacement program stuff like that like that's the next big, and it's very lucrative. That's a huge right. thing. It takes a lot of money to start, get it started. They have a lot of money, <laughs> so well, less in that direction. You know, that would also be a very Apple thing because you know mm-hmm. they they love having the hardware and the software and knowing how those two work together. Yep. So in a car that Apple actually makes, yeah, that would be an extension of that ideal. Right. Yeah, I think even if they only made quote the the driver part. Right. It, would, it would be the driver and cameras and yeah. the heads-up display unit. And yeah. those things would all, like, that part of it would all be Apple stuff, yeah. you know. And then the part that actually turns wheels <laughs> would be made by whoever. Yeah. What's that uh, plan that Apple has where you get a new phone every year? It's What's not the one? iPhone replacement plan. It's the iPhone, God, what is it called? Oh, I forget what it's called. I forget because you guys both really have it. Sorry. How how much does that cost? I I don't have it. I don't, I don't have, have it. I buy my phone outright. Uh, yeah. I just yeah. yeah I just buy it to own it because I yeah. the resale value is high enough yeah. that I right. I'm better off reselling. It's it. the iPhone upgrade program. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was something simple like that. I, so. I was wondering how much would the the Apple Car upgrade program cost <laughs> right. per month? I mean, <laughs> if you think about if you think about it, it's kind of what a lease is. Yeah, you know, in just That's three true. years, you would turn it in and get another. This would be every year. Car. That'd be cool if you could go into an Apple store. <laughs> yeah, and they, they could do it every, every year. year. <laughs> buy an Apple car you with your watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy an <laughs> Apple car with your watch. They take <laughs> Apple Pay for your <laughs> car payments. Of course they would. So it's your car fob, also. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they already do that with some with some cars. Oh, Tesla's really? Tesla's app will unlock your car and all that stuff. But you still have to open up the app. Yeah, this this would yeah. be just it just detects yeah. your iPhone and yeah. yeah, that would be. There's have a lot you, you could do. Have you been in an in an M3? I haven't no. been in it, but I've seen. Oh, have model three. Yeah, them. the model three. The model three. No, yeah. I haven't been inside one. Yeah, because it's. I mean, there's no dash. It's basically just a screen. Yeah, it's just a screen in the middle, which is awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks it looks awkward to me, and it just yeah. looks strange to have no instrumentation within your eyesight where, where the wheel is. Yeah. yeah. So. On the other hand, I've from people who've driven it. They say it's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you quickly get used to it. You look yeah. over there all the time for your map and stuff, anyways. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, they they clearly designed that car to eventually drive itself. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. yes. Right. So. I know that there's a lot of weird legal and liability things um, because, like, for example, my car has one big screen in the middle, mm-hmm. but then it also has like like the separate system that's just like has your you know your speed. <laughs> And they're two completely separate systems for yes. my car. Right. Um, and the one that's like the main screen where you can control like, you know, music or audio plus, you know, navigation and all that. Mm-hmm. That one crashes all the time. Oh, really? Like yeah. it's just like restarts. Mm-hmm. And I'm on a Toyota and it's their own thing. But it's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's one of the things. You, if that's going to be your whole screen for everything, it needs to be bulletproof. It needs to be yeah. have the, all the redundancy. It needs to be as stable and reliable as just that little thing of your like your speed and tachometer yeah, yeah. and analog stuff. Your dials, analog yeah. your yeah. Well, I don't, not a lot have analog dials anymore, right. but that's like a separate system. That's Mine's true, like yeah. that too. Yeah. I, I have a Chevy and I have a middle thing that does CarPlay and Android Auto and I have a, an LED 
fancy graphics thing mm-hmm. for you can change the way it looks and all that stuff, but that for my speed and energy use and all that stuff. And we have a couple of comments uh, from YouTube. First, uh, Aji says, Apple Car would be released worldwide, question mark. Not and then, first. And then also, uh, Sean says, uh, Johnny Ive would pr- improve that screen in the middle. So, yeah, what kind of uh, a minimalist experience would he give? Yeah, the, from car play. The one thing that's <laughs> weird about the model. It's like good 3, or bad for it, him. It does look like, to me, it looks like a big 17 inch or 15 inch screen mm-hmm. on like a iPhone holder. Yeah, it's on a little your, pedestal, yes. which is kind of strange. Yeah, yeah. it looks kind of strange. It, it almost looks tacked on. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. and I understand from from reading other articles about, you know, Elon Musk's goal was to have nothing on the dash, and he wanted that screen. But it does look like the screen is kind of an afterthought. Mm-hmm. But you know, we have what OLEDs now that will that could probably wrap and they compared to the Model S, where it's vertical and it's integrated in right, the dash, right. it does look tacked on. I think part of it is was a cost, cost reduction right, thing. They're trying right. to make things less expensive to right. manufacture. Um, yeah, maybe Johnny Ive would make it better. Have, they, have yeah. there been any renders of like a, a fake Johnny Ive inspired car? Oh yeah, tons of And was he involved with like the design for like you know the whole uh, you know uh, antenna gate? Be like, you're not holding the steering <laughs> wheel correctly. <laughs> yeah. That's your fault. That's- <laughs> One of the fortunate things about designing a car is that uh, there are numerous safety regulation standards that things have to yeah. go through and mm-hmm. tests upon tests <laughs> upon tests upon tests before you can sell a car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would it be released worldwide? Who knows? They may not. They're they're probably not even making one. We're we're like, oh. yeah, I know. For all we know, they're not. For all we know, they're not even making yeah. uh, any kind of actual whole car. Just like a phone, I think it would be, you know, they would do a staggered release. It would be U.S. and stuff, and then U.K. Yeah, it'd be 12 countries first, and then more worldwide. It would be the U.S. first, I'm pretty sure. And uh, some of Western Europe and stuff. They do that with the iPhones. Yes, exactly. There's always someone in New Zealand in line first to get that first (laughs) iPhone. Yeah. And since, like, I, I'm just reading our title, you say AR glasses and Apple car rumors. Do you think there's any tie-in between glasses and cars? That's that's I part of the rumor. Yeah, that. I could see that. Uh, that's yeah. that was part of Kuo's report about what they could add mm-hmm. and value to making a car. Um, although they right. could do that if they just made the cars electronics and and systems for other yeah. car ma- makers too. Is that? Um, there's this assumption, and uh, I think Elon Musk mentioned this for their new upcoming Roadster, mm-hmm. the one that the Roadster uh-huh. is coming in a couple of years, that they're going to have an AR thing where if you wear AR glasses while you're driving, yeah. it can superimpose a lot of very useful information in your vision where you don't have to take your eyes off the road, mm-hmm. you know, synced yeah. up with the world around you. Blind spots, yeah. Yeah, blind spots like the edges of the road at night, all kinds of right. you know, your speed. You know everything yeah. else. Um, traffic, so that screen, you know, all this other stuff. Instead of ever yeah. having to look down at the screen, you could get right. more information literally integrated into the right. world around you mm-hmm. that you never have to take your eyes off the road. So there's this idea that augmented reality is going to really enhance driving, right. and Apple could do that. Tesla wants to do that in their new Roadster. Yeah. Uh, it's you're going to see race car drivers doing it for right. no time. Yeah, it's going to end up in Formula One in no time. And that probably be might even be the first implement, implementation of it. it usually is. is That's usually sports, where they yeah. start the kind of stuff. Yeah. As long as it passes some regulation, right. they could probably just built it in, build it into their helmets. And oh their yeah, visors of their yeah, those helmets easily. are already crazy. Yeah. Right. yeah, they're going to take some UI inspiration from Forza Horizon. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, fighter jets and stuff do that stuff now. Yes, they do. Right? That's true. Like yeah. the the really expensive fighter jets. So yeah. The idea is to take that down to car level. Yeah. I don't want to have to wear glass. I, no. I don't want. Th- I don't want that to be the only way. Right. That's the <laughs> like thing. Like nobody wants to have to wear AR glasses yeah. while yeah. they drive, but like to for it to be a cooler experience. Right. Especially people who already wear glasses. Right. Yeah. And then you got to like put something me, on yeah. top of them or whatever. Yeah. Many years in the future, maybe fifteen. Uh, you know, it could be something where it's actually part of the glass itself. Yeah. That's but, way cooler. Yeah. It's yeah. also really weird to think that like we're simultaneously making it so you don't drive, yes. and so that your driving experience is so much cooler (laughs) right like well which one is it are you trying to not have me drive and not have to even like pay attention to the road or have a steering wheel or do you want me to be a fighter pilot in my car yeah 
I still don't really trust self-driving cars. But, well, of uh, course not. They're not yes. good. They're not good enough yet. <laughs> Even when they are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but do you trust regular human drivers? I don't. <laughs> That's the the bar they have to beat is your average idiot on the road. You know, and, it's something like the reason why wait. people like driving more than they like flying, and I think it's that idea of control. Yeah. That even though it's more dangerous that you're driving, like, but you know, if you you're the driver, like your... you feel you are doing it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, when you put something else in your hands it's like you're in a plane it's like oh mm-hmm. something screwed up yeah it's rationally just... even though you're not controlling all the other cars on the road yes and yeah. thus in much more danger yeah and everybody thinks they're a good driver <laughs> that's true there's everybody. that too man i haven't yeah. driven in half a year so. <laughs> yeah that should be our next poll are you a better than average driver <laughs> statistically i am <laughs> like just in terms of how many accidents or whatever right people exactly get into. yeah it's, i haven't i've never been in a car accident so i would say i'm an excellent driver I mean, but yeah. <laughs> in practicality you know if yeah. you were to sit with me you'd probably be terrified yeah. so. but maybe on a mile by mile basis who knows where you where you stand that's true yeah so Dan brought up a poll, and we actually did a poll on our site the other day asking about the Apple Pencil. Mm-hmm. And the question was, would you use Apple Pencil on your iPhone if you could? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got about, we got over 1,700 votes. Uh, you can actually still vote. on. Tw- it's on Twitter if you still want to vote. But uh, an overwhelming majority, 61% said no. Mm-hmm. And 39% said yes. And the reason why we asked this question because there is a new rumor that came out about the new iPhone mm-hmm. that the uh, iPhone, the 2018 iPhone could possibly support the Apple Pencil. I, I'll, I'm just going to interrupt so. you real quick because Leif looks a little hurt by that poll no. uh, <laughs> result. I just realized I thought I was going to show something. I realized I forgot like, the pencil. As, yeah. someone who, as someone who loves it, the Apple looks so. a little hurt. Yeah. No, I, okay. <laughs> I want to let Roman do his thing, and then I will, I will say something. Yeah. I was just going to say, so if if so, the rumor is that Apple is going to you know allow use for an Apple Pencil. I was just going to ask if, right. you, if on, on the OLED models, yeah, on the OLED models. So on the higher end, mm-hmm. I guess the follow ups to the iPhone ten. Yeah, I almost whatever we, we we I know we just had the thing last week. Of what are you going to call these <laughs> yes. things? Mm-hmm. So the higher end models would support pencil. Uh, so what do you guys think if if you were if you had the option to use a pencil, either the current pencil or a pencil, a new pencil design mm-hmm. to be more portable, I guess, for the iPhone, would you guys use use it? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I was one of the people who voted no. Yeah. Oh. Yes, I voted no because it's a really big thing. But, you know, I was playing around with this today, you know, because we were talking about that when I was lo- not looking at it. The thing is, and you've probably seen me in a couple of my videos, I usually write on the iPad on in landscape mode. And using a regular Apple Pencil, it is actually kind of nice to do this. And I could see that if I just keep moving it up. And it would work. Now, I don't think for portability and everything, the regular Apple Pencil is going to do well. They're going to have to do something or are going to have to make it smaller. But, you know, the option to use both would be uh, great. I don't think just because you can't use one, you shouldn't be able to use the other. And, like, all I can find is my Apple Pencil here, here, you know, my regular iPad Pencil. But writing in landscape is actually pretty comfortable. You know, I was doing it with a regular Apple Pencil. And, uh, you know, if you use, like, Notability and you just keep scrolling it down, um, I could see myself doing that. It's actually... I can actually fit a lot in here, and uh, Apple Pencil actually has a better point. You know, obviously, I'm not writing with this, but uh, yeah, and uh, I could. I found I could get about ten words in one line just with my normal handwriting, just on my seven plus. So uh, you know, it's it's a bigger phone. So yeah, I voted no as well, just because um, judging it by the Apple Pencil that exists. You would. Right. I would never carry that thing around mm-hmm. with my phone. It's taller than the phone, it's, isn't it? It's taller than. You, it won't fit in your pocket. You yeah, can't, it sticks way out of your pocket if you put it. In yeah, your you can't put it in your pants pocket. Yeah. And you know they have to make one that's maybe longer than a crayon, but but small. Right. You know that you could carry with you and put in your pocket and stuff. Also, hopefully, with a finer tip with a and a high yeah. and a and a really a little bit better resolution on the digitizer on the yes. phone because you're going to need to be able to write smaller right, and do right. tinier things than you would on a big iPad. Yeah. Um, if they did those things, maybe there's not a lot in iOS outside of just sort of writing notes by hand mm-hmm. versus typing right. that 
really makes sense for the pencil on a small device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do you can mark up images and stuff like that, but you can do that at the at that size, that resolution. Yeah. You can do that with your finger kind of as well. Yeah. Um so maybe the next iteration of iOS would add more, you know, cool things you could do with your pencil on an iPhone. But yeah. right now I th- that that bar just really isn't cleared yeah. for me. And as far as writing, it, it does need to be, you know, like you were saying, like a sharper point or something. It needs to feel more precise. As I actually love writing with the Apple Pencil, but the thing is it feels like writing with a marker or and um, you know, as opposed to a really sharp pencil. Yeah. And, or like a felt tip or something. Exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. So you know on YouTube says uh YouTube uh we already have ten styluses on our hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh styli. Styli? Styli. Styli. Yeah. Styli. Styluses. Um yeah. yeah. That was that was the Steve Jobs argument, but then they right. went and made the Apple pencil. Yeah. And so, then yeah. And they're great. They they really are, especially on a large thing like that when you're going to draw when you're going to um, mark up large images mm-hmm. and yeah. and PowerPoints and stuff like that, really it is an incredibly good experience on the iPad. It yeah. does things you can't do easily with your finger. There are some uh, solutions out there already, and this is probably where people uh, get to make fun of Apple users, mm-hmm. um, but it's like leather... Uh, holders just for your apple pencil right that you can like you know put on your waist uh yeah you know. oh, yeah there's definitely apple exists. makes yeah. a sleeve a leather sleeve for the pencil it's just a sleeve it's not even a holster <laughs> or anything but it's still the whole Shit. the pencil itself is just too long it's just not yeah. to to be a something you carry with your phone it has to go in a bag or something now you know, and the the thing is, is you know, it's called the Apple Pencil, but you know, they aimed it a lot at artists, and mm-hmm. if I guess the way it feels like a brush, and the that that you know, the, the the length is just right for that that balance and stuff. I actually like it for writing, and uh, mm-hmm. and I, I should say by the way, I write by hand a lot. Uh, that's that's there's one of my confessions here. I actually write some drafts by hand, and uh, so you know, I actually do like the feel of it for long long term writing and stuff. But I think most people would just be using it for scribbling notes. Marking up photos and maps mm-hmm. and stuff to send to people through messages. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the comments were, you know, Ryan Abente said just simply said no way. Oh, you know, a lot of the comments were like no, they just wouldn't wouldn't use it. Yeah. So, um, it, either you guys are uh, Palm Pilot users. I was. back in the day. Back yeah, the I day. always yeah. wanted one. I was. You always wanted one. I had dreams. So, yeah. <laughs> I had a Palm Pilot also, also, and you know, I used the stylus. The thing that I like about the stylus is I actually like typing with the stylus because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is with my fingers. It's not like I have fat fingers, but yeah, often mm. dexterity. Yeah, I often can't. I often like type, mistype a letter, and it's sometimes easy I, to tap exactly that letter. Yeah, yeah and so there's some there's certain letters I want to say it's like W and E that I, for some reason or another <laughs> I can't get. One or the other, correct on I'm, the first try. I I'm always hitting the space bar instead of uh, like B, like or, or, B or N. <laughs> the B or N, I somehow miss with my thumb and mm. always get a space bar. And then the autocomplete thinks it's two words and it messes up a whole sentence. <laughs> and when I'm trying to type a B yeah. or N, so yeah, there's there's things like that. Yeah, it would be good to have a stylus. I still remember the palms alphabet that you had to learn right for their right. handwriting recognition yeah, which once you was like a yeah that's right yeah because everything was like one stroke without lifting the pen right, that's right and once you once you got it it was so fast yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you were just like i should just write like this all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. you know yeah so i mean but it doesn't happen frequently enough where i'm like i absolutely just need a stylus exactly type anymore no. it just ha- you know it happens once in a while and i get over it i figure it out so yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use it. Either. I use the Google keyboard. I use the swipe typing mm-hmm. a lot. In See, fact, I've never messes, gotten the hang of swipe typing. It, it's really good on the Google keyboard. The only thing that messes me up is when you start to use a proper noun that, like, it won't recognize as a right. swiping thing, yeah. mm-hmm. and then then you're like, oh no, it's never going to know that word. I yeah. should. I need to switch to typing it. My brain doesn't yeah. ahead of time go. Don't even try. Mm-hmm. No, I start trying to put some name of a video game or something that's <laughs> yeah. just like an, a, a weird word, yeah. made up word. That's what I should do more. I should do more experimentation with third-party keyboards like the Google Yeah, Google, Google keyboard. Keyboard's yeah. great on yeah. iOS. Yeah, I, I haven't installed it, but I always forget that it's there, and I never switch to it. So it's, I should just switch I, to it. I always, 
is it 12 or even maybe even 11 added this lets you use third-party keyboards in more yeah. situations yeah mm -hmm. yeah so and you don't Microsoft you're not constantly like, kicked back to the apple keyboard and then just right. like, eh, forget it. <laughs> didn't microsoft have a one-handed keyboard for for ios for a while i don't know there's some talk about wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me probably an accessibility thing maybe yeah yeah, yeah. So. uh a couple of users on Twitter are saying autocorrect is screwy. Oh, yeah. I hate, oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. hate it. But I, I, at the same time, I never turn it off because it is, it's just helpful enough to yeah. keep it. Right. Yes. So, yeah. This this is an area where where's where's my fancy machine learning making autocorrect awesome? Yes. Yeah. It's not. It and needs I, to be way, way better. <laughs> and I've been using the dictation more. Because you can switch to it instead of typing to, to just say that, it. That is something so. that iOS 12 does is it makes the mic available on all the third-party keyboards. Mm -hmm. oh, so yes. yeah, like, that was good. the issue with, with the Google keyboard for me is every time I wanted to use dictation, I had to switch, switch it. back. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could use the Google one, which swaps over to the Google app, yeah. does Google's voice recognition, <laughs> copies that, switches back, and pastes it. Which is really janky. Yeah, although they're a lot better. Their their voice, their voice recognition is great, but mm -hmm. it, it that's a really now it yeah. now you can just hit the mic and so. bring up. The thing. So, so question on on this one. So like as far as a, a rumor goes, where like where does this stand? Like likeliness and you know the the source on this is not a source that is. Um, it's, what, it's no Ming. There's trend force. <laughs> it's yeah, no Ming. It's trend force. Um, it's not necessarily sourced from like a whole lot of, um, like they don't have images of the display right. digitizer from one of the suppliers or something like that. And we're in the, we're at the place now where Apple should be mass producing these. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like in the millions. They're making them. They're now, yeah. they're making them. They're this thing is going to launch in. Like less than a month, maybe or a month. Yeah, we're we're with three weeks out from the the yeah. announcement, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. then uh, if if it's the second September and I mean the second Tuesday in September, yeah. like it always is, and then it'll the first ones will go on sale probably late September, yeah, maybe October. Yeah. Um. So and to have like ten, twenty million of them ready to go right? yeah. <laughs> on the first day, they have to manufacture months ahead of time. Right. So they're they're cranking them out now. And uh, usually these kinds of now the kind of rumors that we're looking for are the we have a picture of the part. Exactly. Somebody snuck out a picture right. of the motherboard or whatever. Um, so I, I give this one kind of like a 30 percent chance. Yeah, of being I'm kind of low on it too. Yeah. 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 Uh, one other rumor that. Uh, came out the same time as I think Trendforce also predicted or. Mm -hmm put out is that there's going to be a 512 gigabyte model yeah of the of the iphone of the oled iphone mm -hmm. yep that makes sense that makes so, sense there's no surprise yeah, it's about a bigger that. Yeah. a lot yeah, more capacity the flash suppliers have kicked out higher capacity chips yeah in the meantime mm -hmm. and uh yeah, that makes sense i just wonder what the price point of that particular phone yeah is. is it going to be an additional <laughs> 1500 Right, or right. is it the same price point as the 256 yeah. one are is we, now? Are we going to be 64, 256, 512, or are we just like 256, 512, yeah. which would be, it'd be awesome if the the cheapest OLED ones, the, the entry-level OLED ones were 256. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. How about 128 and 512? Yeah, that could be it. I'd I'd be I'd be down with that. One twenty eight exactly. is just like yeah. the bottom line for the OLED models. Right. That'd be enough for me. Sixty four is enough for me. Sixty four is enough for me. I get, so. I got the two fifty six because I could get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I, I yeah I would get the five twelve because I would I want to shoot more and more four K video. Mm. That's the only thing that holds me back whenever I want to shoot a video in four K. So you, I don't know if I have enough storage. To you hold. shoot a lot of four K. No, but you know, <laughs> with, yeah, I shoot all the, <laughs> you know, like. I mean, because eventually, you know, I, you know, I sh all I shoot are family videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and when my kids are older, 4K mm -hmm. is going to be the the standard. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, so I want to shoot it at 4K 15K. now, but you can only hold so many 4K, you know, 
I don't. Do you, do you have the sixty four or the one or the two fifty six? I have a two fifty six. Okay, yeah. you're fine. Yeah, you're you fine. don't need more than that. I, full yeah, but memory. you know, it's always shoot more, and then you never use all the video that you're going to use yeah. when, when you edit it. That's that's the thing. But know, I'm so. I'm also going to say like if you're keeping it on your phone, all that footage. No, I'm not keeping then, it all. The time, and and no. you're, and the whole point is you're saving it for when they're older. Yeah. Then it's like you lose that phone, goodbye. So, yeah. so like, no one yeah. should be keeping all their video like that on their phone. No, it's not on my phone all the time. I, I do export it out and I do edit the video. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, you I like to shoot the, more video yeah, than I you need. You just need a lot of iCloud storage, is yes. what you need. Yeah. Which, so Apple. Which is another thing. <laughs> right. And, and as we've learned from the past, is that Roman also prints out all his photos. Yes. See, that's so, I want, so, do you uh, also print out or. Uh, I print out frame go, by frame. Yeah, yeah. Like flip books, VHS. I, I do the reverse. I I take my digital videos and I put it onto film. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so I, That's I, a thing. I put a camera on a stand in front of a monitor. Yeah, <laughs> and I have it shoot. You know, capture eight millimeter. You want the analog? Gotta get that analog. Yeah. So yes. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I'm totally for the five twelve <laughs> gigabyte model. So give me a terabyte. So, oh, that's coming. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming. coming. It's yeah. coming. It all yeah. becomes, you know, everything. The bar gets the bar gets lower. I don't know if that's the right. Higher? Higher. Bar gets higher. Bar gets higher. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that, that, that'll come eventually. So uh, the other reason why I want so much storage is because I want to be able to save my group FaceTime videos on my phone. Okay. <laughs> If you're saving those, isn't that like legal? You know, if I you gotta notify us. You gotta notify notify. (laughs) California is a two-party notification state. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I noticed that Rev, you know, which I used when I was a freelancer, I used to use that for transcription. And, you know, you could only do it in person, you know, like mm-hmm. you record it and stuff like this. But now I've noticed that a couple of apps actually allow you to record phone calls on the iPhone. I know that used to yeah. not be possible. That used to be like huh. one of the reasons I, but Rev now has one that lets you record phone calls. And uh, so and, I was actually wondering if something has changed. In does that it regard. just kick on screen recording? Uh that's a good question. I, I think it actually records the call. It's it, I had to just oh, set the audio. So yeah. that's awesome. That. Yes, yeah. You should uh, you should out. know that. And you have to get people's permission to do that in some states. Yes, yeah. I mean there might it's probably an article worth worth an article. On it. Um, yeah, there's there's been apps that do that on Android and stuff, and some of a lot of the free ones beep. Unless they let us like a beep every 10 seconds, yes. unless you pay, and then that's the worst thing in the world. Yes. <laughs> I guess they're just trying to let you try it out yeah. before you like subscribe or something. It'd be funnier that. if there was like a, a like a, a audio mark. It's like audio jungle. Like all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Yeah. Like every, an audio every, watermark. Every two minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> so. Group FaceTimes, you right. can't record them because they're not coming. Right. Ha, so ha. the original reason why I brought up group FaceTime is because uh, it was taken, it was removed from the most current betas yes. of iOS and, and Mojave. So mm-hmm. when they're not going to be available at during the release later this month or later in September. Mm-hmm. Probably in September. Yeah. yeah. They will be Apple's... Terminology is later this year. Yes, <laughs> later this year. So it has. What, you know, it's been four rocky months. anyway. So it's mm-hmm. kind of good because it's not been in release shape. No, I I giving. didn't test out group FaceTime. Did you guys try it out? I tried mm-hmm. it uh, with two with just two other people. So a third uh-huh. person thing. Several betas ago. Yeah. The word I've seen from reading for people is hasn't really gotten much better. But it's a little iffy on connection. It's a little iffy on updating the video from people. I don't like the interface. I don't think they're gonna fix the interface yeah. for that. I don't think they think it's wrong. But right. um but yeah, the the way the people kind of just grow or shrink or something. it's not a clear way to yeah just divide up the script. Forget thirty two people. That's the just give me like four and divide it and just do right. the Brady Bunch thing, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that seems like it would create more overhead than necessary to me. But I don't know anything about well scaling that kind of a video of stuff. is not a strenuous it's not a big deal. thing these days. But you waste a lot of negative space, like yeah, you know, yeah. uh, whatever. It's yeah. anyway. It's coming later this year. It's coming later <laughs> um, this year. If any, so you'll have to continue using Skype for you folks. That whole there. version of iOS it, it got pulled from Mojave too, but that beta version of ios which released 
uh, this Monday for devs That's right. uh, got yanked immediately because <laughs> yeah. it was um, a lot of users were saying really bad performance problems. Like you would tap an app and it would take 30 seconds to launch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like really bad. And then within an hour or two, Apple yeah, yanked it and pulled it from the download page, pulled the over the air update. Um, and just as we were getting in here and getting set up, I read that they dropped a new release of the beta. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same, if it's technically still beta seven. I have to look at the download page. Yeah, or if they call it, they're calling it beta eight. But right, there's a fixed version out. So there's a new version of iOS twelve beta available. So if you guys are using it, you might want to check and see if that update is available to you yep. guys. And group FaceTime will yeah. be gone. Wasn't there? Well, I, wasn't there a thing about like they canceled one of the updates because it was like slowing down. People's phones. Yeah, that's what you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. Yeah. Were you reading the thing? <laughs> <laughs> you were in a group FaceTime, is that what it was? You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just reading the comments. Um, hopefully this is the last thing they killed because they bumped back a lot of stuff in iOS 11. Um, they bumped back Apple Pay Cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They bumped back... Um, AirPlay 2. AirPlay 2. They bumped back uh, the the um, iMessages for business things. Right. And what was the other? There's a fourth thing. They kicked back after release. I can't remember. It wasn't an emoji. No, no. <laughs> they added some emoji right. in a later update. Exactly. Just, but those were extras. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, yeah. there were several major features. Yeah. AirPlay Two was the one we waited on forever. Yes, yes. Um, that that never made iOS 11's release, and now everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh, they're dropping yeah. features from iOS 12." Yeah. Hopefully, this is the last one because they're getting down to the wire. Yes. Yeah. And and real quick on YouTube, Shambles uh, was asking about which iOS apps record phone calls without a monthly subscription. Do you know? Do you have any idea? Uh, no, I haven't actually, you know, because I don't, I don't need to do it that often anymore. These days, I just use a Mac and I use QuickTime, honestly, um, because, you know, I, I can get calls through my Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't use it on my phone. But, I, you know, I got this, I got the email and I, and I tried it out, you know, for Rev. Yeah, I know that worked. See, Rev lets you do this stuff free, but it's it's mainly it's mainly known as a transcription service. So you know you have the handy audio recording, and you send it off to like a freelancer, and mm. they uh, they do it uh, you know for like you know a dollar a minute or something like that. That's REV. Yes, REV. REV Rev dot com. I'll put a link in in the show notes about yeah. Rev. So yeah, have to that's, try that. That's really interesting. and easy transcript. If they record your phone calls now. Mm. That's really awesome. And then you just yeah. don't send it off. And he's like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's an API built into, uh, was it iOS 10 or 11? I think it, I, with all the betas, my brain's gotten frazzled. Mm-hmm. But they added an API for screen recording. I think that was 11. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And then and developers can use it to kick off like full screen recordings like Twitch and stuff. And you can build, you can do the control center and hit it. And it just records your entire display, yeah. all the sounds you're thing makes you can turn on the mic if you want mm-hmm. so maybe that api lets them do a recording without video yeah. and just the sounds your phone makes and the sounds your thing and they're using that to record calls yeah. that would yeah. be cool yeah i mean i could see group time also just implementing that and then having a visual notification that you're being recorded mm-hmm. so yeah. this way they just kind of cover everyone yeah yeah so um and on one last note for today today is the 20th anniversary of the release of the iMac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just one small note. We wanted to say happy birthday, <laughs> iMac. We, uh, <laughs> we covered it a lot a few months ago. Yeah, yeah you might remember there was this crazy explosion of stuff about the iMac G3. So, and, you know. yeah, yeah, there was the reveal actually happened earlier in the year in 1998. Mm-hmm. So, and then this the is release. when they went on sale. And, yeah, so Just they went on sale on August 15th, 1998, but yeah. they were revealed at Macworld Expo. March? I you got me. That's, that's, a, that's yeah. my brain doesn't go back that I think far. it was March. <laughs> 20 years ago. Of 1998, yeah. So, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, do we still have one in-house? I'd, I'd, I'd wonder a couple of things. One is, what is the latest OS you can put on it? Uh, what was the last, like, you know? And then also, like, if you were to, if you were actually able to benchmark it, what, what, how does it you compare? Would, you yeah. would probably, well, no, I was going to you, you can't run any current, yeah. current, yeah. even, I mean, they've all switched to only Intel processors for, 
years. Yeah, because there's a Motorola chip. I was thinking you could probably do some web benchmarks, but you probably even have to look for older web benchmarks because the versions of web browsers that will run on that OS probably don't support the latest JavaScript stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even web benchmarks is probably some old stuff. Most I've seen is there was a YouTube channel, forgive me guys, I forget what your name was. But um yeah, where they got an, an open one and you know they plugged it in. It still works. Oh yeah. that was MKBHD and and I Justine. Uh, Justine did yeah. a okay. collaboration where right. they un- opened an an unopened box of yes. know, it was a they original they MacBook. They f- yeah. Or the one I was looking at was a G three. Yeah. yeah, MacBook G three and Perfect. fired it up. Was of course, an it, and of course it worked. Yeah, the one I was watched. Yeah. Oh, it was an iMac. This, yeah. The one I I saw was a, a the old MacBook, uh-huh. the old clamshell weird. Yeah, it was even the, the Bondi they, Blue they called one. A compact. Yeah, it was Bondi Blue. It looked like a um, compact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where did they Where did they get an unopened one? I don't know. I don't know. Some somebody a warehouse that never yeah. got yeah something like that. So eBay. Uh, on Twitter, Peregrine says, "Oh dear, I feel old." <laughs> Um, oh, we feel that way all the time. I, I'm going to ask you guys, what is the greatest Mac of all time? Each of you. That's a good question. We're going to go with you. Put you on the first spot, Roman, because you're on the left. Oh, I have to. Uh, yeah. I have to say it's the, the Macintosh. SE. I was going to say the Macintosh too. That's it's as the, far as the, the Macintosh world SE. It was yeah. my first Macintosh. It was the one. It's the reason why I'm here. Yes. Is that, so, you yeah. you were born because uh, of, of it? Ooh. I got a Macintosh. And my parents were that into it. So in high school, yeah. <laughs> in high school, uh, we got a Macintosh SC to lay out the school newspaper. And that's when I was like, this is it. This is what I'm going to be doing. Something about this computer for the rest of my life. I, I thought I was going to be a coder. Did you, but, have, uh, did you guys have a laser writer? Yes. We had a, we that, had a laser that writer. That was the transformative thing for yeah. me. Yeah, we had a laser writer. Uh, we had a. Thing I did the same a, thing in high school. My my mom had the Mac SE, but she yeah. brought home the seven trillion pound laser writer <laughs> that they had, and we used it to produce yes. like fanzines. Yeah, my friend and I. We used to do the school newspaper on it. And we had a thing called a thunder scanner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was what you if you had an Drag image writer, yeah. you would replace the cartridge on the image writer with a scanner, oh. and it would scan fancy uh, documents. Uh, uh, my yeah. mom's school got the the one that a hand thing you had to drag it down, yeah. and you would always <laughs> use a ruler because it's mm. easy to make right, it to make turn, it. <laughs> and it would script the scan. Yeah. Um, but that was. That you could even do that at home was crazy. Yeah, it was right. just bonkers. Yeah. But but honestly, I was Team Apple Two GS then. Mm-hmm. Apple Two GS was way better than the original Mac. Yeah, in yeah. every way. I'm sorry, yeah. Mac fans, that that should have won. Yeah. It had a better interface, <laughs> better sound, better graphics. It yeah. was more expandable, bigger screen. Like everything about it was better, and it yeah. lost. And I'm, I'm still salty about that. Yeah. So. Team 2GS all the way. Yeah, so for me, SE. Mm-hmm. So for you, is it is it 2GS? or Well, so best Mac there. Okay. Yes. So, so, so for me, best Apple computer outside of the original Apple II, which yeah. kind, kind yeah. of brought yeah. brought computers into people's homes as not a business thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, then, yeah, 2GS was my favorite. But as far as the Mac, um, I I was never a fan of that black and white Mac. See, I thought the... I thought the, the Goofy colors mm-hmm. aside, then yeah. the new iMac was the one that really changed everything. Yes. Yeah. That, that they put everything in the this one box that you needed. Yeah. I hated the stupid ads about how there's no step three and all that. But right. really, putting the modem and everything else in there, the speakers they had were really good for the time. Yeah. That display was good. So much of that was a really great computer. Yeah. As far as the most the best memories I have of an Apple computer would be the Apple IIe. That was what mm-hmm. I learned how to do some rudimentary coding yeah, on yeah, and playing and stuff. But yeah, the best memories for me would be the Apple IIe. Yeah. yeah. I also but have best a f- Mac though. Yeah. Um. I you know as far as far as the you know like seeing it in the house, like using it, and so I have to admit it'd probably be the G three. Um. And uh, that you know that because it you know especially at the space where we were living at the, that that was the first Mac that I bought outright by the way, and uh, because it was the one that I, I really felt like it it added something to the place and everything like that, mm-hmm. and I was old yeah. enough to buy one at that point. Um. So so old. Uh. But yeah. So uh, that was that. I also have a fondness for the 2FX, which was 
at the time, I think they called it, uh, Steve Jobs called it Wicked Fast because <laughs> it had a Motorola 040 processor in it. Uh, 68040. Oh, 68040 instead yeah. of the 6800 or the 68020. Yeah. And it had, oh, I can't remember how many new bus slots. It had like <laughs> four, I think, new bus slots. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, that because there was, for me, there was, there, at that time, there was a huge jump in speed. Of the two, and the thing was, the 2FX was like a box, like, I don't remember, maybe it was like 16 inches long. Yeah. It was a long, a big box. But I, I had one and it was it was glorious. <laughs> so, Dan, do you have a favorite Mac? Yeah, I mean, I guess I think it. I'm not that much younger than you guys, but maybe I am. Yeah, um, you are. <laughs> you're that and, much younger than than me and Roman. I mean, <laughs> as a kid, we had you know old Apples and Macs and and even like the um, the, the clones. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, I think it's going to be the Mac Pro Trees Grader. Um, because yeah. I think for me, mm-hmm. when I went to college, that's when it came out and all video production. Right. So like yes. when I was getting into video and doing stuff, it was the Mac Pro. Everyone, there was, you know, yeah. no one was adding on laptops yet. It was just the Mac Pro and that was the tool yeah. you used. The big yeah. silver cheese grater. I have one on my desk, so. And it lasted so many years. Yeah. That is a durable and you still got one in the other studio, don't you? Like I mean, yeah. that thing tripped power supplies. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it, used, yeah. it used so much wattage, and and people yeah. who were right on the edge with a 15 amp circuit, you could <laughs> pop a 15 amp circuit with that thing all yeah. the time. So it was fast, but it was not efficient. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the crazy cooling system. They had an awesome cooling system, right. like separate air duct areas yeah. and stuff. That was a really cool design. It looked good. Clean. It, it yeah. looked good when you opened it up. It was really smartly yeah. cooled and everything. Yeah. It's quiet. I mean, they did a lot of cool stuff with that. There's a reason people still to this day go try to find that mm-hmm. case yeah. to like mod in PCs and stuff into that case. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy as hell though. It is. It, it is. A big, <laughs> huge hunk of aluminum. It's really wasteful so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just about that. Just about does it for this week's episode of the MacWorld Podcast. I'd like to thank Jason and Life. Hey, I'd like to thank Dan, our producer. Thank you, Rowan. I'd like to thank you, the audience, for participating. Uh, join us next week, Wednesdays at ten a.m. Pacific. Uh, we'll post the topics on our website, uh, and we'll post a poll and everything to let you guys know what we're going to be talking about. But I hope you can join us next week on Twitter and on YouTube. So. See you next week.